Hi, I'm Wyatt. And I'm Grace. And you're listening to Our Dad and your host of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Vodacy Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Sean Moore, and today's episode is one of our quick Tuesday tips. And we're going to talk about the difference between management companies and co-hosts. And so hopefully we will uh, we'll solve the, the differences. There's a lot of crossovers, just so you're aware. You guys that have been around or listening to me for any length of time, you know that I'm a big proponent of full service management and management help when we build these portfolios of lifestyle assets because we want passive investments. And these, if you manage these properties yourself, they become less than passive to say the least. And so we are going to dive in. A common question that we're getting right now is what is the difference between a management company and a co-host? They seem to be very similar and one in the same. And, and I admittedly sometimes lump them into because I look at them as management partners, co-hosts, property management companies, whatever the best fit ends up being for us, they are really our management partners in this game. And in fact, I just hired my first co-host on one of our properties. I usually use full service management companies, but as this industry is evolving and expanding, we are seeing more and more co-hosts out there. And so I'm going to, I'm going to highlight some of the differences. So one, there's a lot of crossovers and, and, and where they seem to do most of the same things. They're going to help us manage our listings, deal with our guests, manage our cleaners. They're going to manage our property, right? They, they become our management partner in this game. Both of them will solve that issue and solve that problem for us. And so property management companies, you, you know, we're very familiar with them. Some of them are larger, some of them are smaller. I particularly like the boutique management companies in a lot of cases, but uh, not always. I always tell you guys, we do a very specific process and a, a vetting process where we decide who we are going to choose as our management partner in the areas based on our property type and the area and the expertise of that management partner. And I always say that property managers are not all created equal, right? I always say it's my least favorite part of the process. You might, might've heard me say that, selecting our management partner because it is difficult to find the right partner sometimes and in some markets because it seems like most management companies and most management partners are going to operate in the middle of the market. They're not necessarily set up to maximize individual properties. And this is where I believe co-hosts come in and frankly can do a little bit of a better job maybe because they typically will operate with smaller portfolios. They become more of a real partner on the property with you. And you the, typically you don't turn over everything to them. They are partnering with you. You control ownership of the OTA listings. You control ownership of your websites. All of those different things that a property management company is usually going to have internal on their side and you're going to be tapping into their system. Now a co-host is going to have their own system, but they're smaller and they might have a handful of properties that they're, that they're marketing. And so they're very interested in maximizing individual properties. That's one of the big differences as I started interviewing and talking to different co-hosts versus management companies and big management partners. Because the larger the company gets, the more they have to streamline their processes, which is great. There's economies of scale in that. There's benefits and pros and cons to that. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing necessarily, but the larger your portfolio gets, the less you are going to be set up to maximize individual listings and individual properties. You're trying to maximize the overall nights booked in your entire portfolio. And so when that's the case, 
a lot of times we start getting lost in the crowd a little bit, right? We're not able to really, and that's where I say a lot of management companies will operate kind of in the middle of that market because they're trying to get their fair share of bookings for every property where I'm interested in getting my unfair share of bookings. And a lot of times a co-host might be a great fit in that situation because they are also, if you have a portfolio of three or five houses or it's a small portfolio, you're only making money if you're maximizing each of those individual properties. And so a lot of times a co-host, in my experience recently, especially in talking to co-hosts versus management companies, even though for all intents and purposes, they're our management partner in my overall strategy, they're going to be my management partner and they are fulfilling and doing the same jobs for us, but they could do them very differently. And so as you talk to some of the co-hosts versus the management companies, look for some of those. And I would say those are the biggest differences. But, you know, one of the drawbacks of a co-host, they might ha- not have as much experience as you may like. And so you may be still driving the bus a lot. And if your job and your goal is to, to create a passive investment and you're still having to be very, very involved with a co-host, that might not be the right fit either. So you want to go through this process and ask all those questions. But I wanted to be clear and and talk about the differences between property managers and co-hosts. And sometimes I lump them personally into the same bucket because of the job that they're fulfilling on my portfolio and becoming our management partner. But they are very different and can have some differences. And a lot of it is the differences in the size and also how they're operating. And sometimes the difference is in their size and their scale. And and they and you can still have a small boutique management company. We we work with small boutique management companies all the time that don't necessarily identify as a co-host. And we also work with some co-hosts that have decent sized portfolios. I, I don't personally have any, but this is the first one that I'm starting to work with and she has a, a little bit smaller portfolio, but we have some of our Vodacy family who works with co-hosts that have 30 to 50 properties. I know a number of co-hosts out there that do that. They end up typically will roll into um, a boutique management company structure, but overall they're serving the same need for us as a owner of these properties, but they can um, have some pros and cons to each of them. So when you go through that process, you really wanna understand what those pros and cons are. And so, and consider, are they looking to maximize an entire portfolio or are they looking to maximize individual properties and how are they going to do that and become a good partner for us? And also, are they set up to take the management portion of ownership of our, or short-term ownership over and become a great partner in that? And, and do they have the capability and the, and the necessary experience and skill sets to do that for us? So guys, we'll wrap up this lesson on the difference between co-host and property management companies. These are short, quick hit questions on Tuesday tips. And I do want to apologize right now. If you guys have been listening to our podcast, subscribing, you've seen that I've had a couple gaps. I've had a week or two here or there that get away from us and we don't have an episode released. And I do want to apologize in advance for that. We are just about wrapping up version 2.0 of our entire coaching and masterclass platform. And and so I have been, uh, that has been a number one priority for me. And so sometimes some other things get put off. So I apologize. We are, we're getting that wrapped up and you will start hearing from me maybe uh, more often than you'd like. We're going to start doing the the Tuesday tips and then our regular full-length episodes every single week, and we should be back in action this week for that. We've got a lot of great interviews lined up with some real experts in this game and in this arena and in this space, and I'm really excited for some of the upcoming conversations and interviews that we're going to be having. I'm personally excited for them, and I'm really excited for you to listen to them and share them as well. So I also wanted to thank you. We are cracked into the top one and a half percent of podcasts 
in the world. And so we're super excited about that. We couldn't do that without you guys. We'd love to be in the top 1% and then keep growing from there. So if you're getting any value out of this, please share it, like it, leave us a review. Um, Those things really do matter and help us grow this podcast, get it in front of those people that we feel like and you feel like might be able to benefit from it. And so as always, thank you for being the best part of this show and joining me. I know your time's valuable and we we do take that serious and thank you for joining and spending it with me. And as always, I always ask you to do one thing, pick one thing you can do today to start building that life that you don't want to take a vacation from. Cheers, my friends. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. Share this with other people you think need to hear about it. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Hey, Grace, is there a website? Yes! For more amazing content and expert advice, visit bodicy.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.